Yo, Bradley in the house, bitches. No, just joking. You ready? <laughs> hey, this is Bradley, and you are listening to the Brand Domination Show with AJ Adams. Welcome to another epic episode of the Brand Domination Show with your host, entrepreneur, social media influencer, and magnetic brand expert, AJ Adams. Every week, we bring you strategies from top entrepreneurs and influencers to help you stop competing and start dominating in your life and business. This week, AJ welcomes founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT, Brad Lee. Now, crank up the volume and prepare to dominate. people welcome back to another episode of the brand domination show and this time we have in studio his studio actually mr bradley brad appreciate you making the time and my pleasure having me in your studio for my pleasure appreciate the interest yeah absolutely so i've been following you for probably a couple years now um i was following grant cardone you got you and grant are obviously friends yep um heard your story was into it love your content and glad that we could have you on the show and First question I have to ask is, why the rhino? Because I know that's a, like I saw it out in the office, you got uh, the rhinos out, why the rhino? Yeah, I mean, I just got it right here. And the tattoo also. Yeah, at the end of the day, I, you know, a lot of times people have spirit animals, the rhino's mine. I mean, it's unstoppable. It's the closest thing to a tank, I think, in the animal kingdom that you can find. True. And I just think it symbolizes, you know, thick skin, tank unstoppable it's literally unstoppable yeah absolutely definitely so so i identify with that i mean i've pushed through a lot of challenges a lot of things that people thought would never take place yeah took place because of you know the mindset of a rhino i love that i love that because one of my, my big things is domination i have a martial arts background and one of those core principles is modesty integrity perseverance self-control and indomitable spirit and I love that because, like you explained, the rhino, and this is all about domination. How do you not compete but dominate, be the absolute best? So I, I love that. Can you give us uh, some context? Because I know some of your story, but can you kind of give context for my audience as who you are and some of that background? Kind of like the the ninety minute epic movie trailer. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT. Our company's mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. The reason I really, you know, resonate with that is because I've seen a lot of people work very hard and they've had the ethics and they've done pretty much everything right based on, you know, things that we heard when we grew up or, you know, just common sense things, but they're still, you know, not successful. Why is that? Well, I believe it's because they don't have the right knowledge. Um, I knew someone that couldn't buy Christmas presents for their kids. Wow. They couldn't afford the, the, the right clothes, so the kids would get bullied at school because they had the same tennis shoes right. for for you know three three school years in a row. Wow. This person was a hard worker. This person had ethics. This person one of the hardest work hardest workers I've ever met. And at that time, you know, looking back now, I know that's kind of what inspired me to help people learn how to you know, close more deals, be better people. Just the right knowledge makes a world of difference. And so our company, Lightspeed VT, created a interactive web-based learning technology yeah. to help train and develop people. 
And whether you use it because you're a subject matter expert or you use it as a company to train your employees better, most systems on the market today, they're not really learning systems. They're right. more like video hosting solutions. Yeah. So Lightspeed was created to actually develop people. And that's what we do. That's, that's who I am now. I dropped out of school at 16 years old like an idiot. Um, got kicked out of my house at 16, had no parental supervision. So as you can imagine, made some pretty good choices. Right, right. Had to learn everything the hard way. But fortunately, uh, you know, 30 years later, uh, we do, you know, we have a multi-million dollar international business, some of the biggest names and, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. We're, yeah. we're growing very rapidly. So that's in a nutshell who I am. That's awesome. I love that. And I, I love to, and I want to circle back to that because you said, you know, common sense and I meet a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm, I'm 34. So some of your story, I'm a high school dropout and eventually got my GED, which to me stands for go execute daily. Cause that's all I've done. That's how we get where I am. Um, and you talked about your story. You did start off well. I mean, your, your background was more rough than even mine was. So I have huge respect for that. But it seems like a lot of young guys, young entrepreneurs, men and women have kind of a mindset about, about entrepreneurship that's unrealistic. It's based on the Instagram posts. It's based on the fantasy of it as opposed to the reality of crawl through mud and walk through fire like you've had to do and a lot of the people who are on your platform even. Grant Cardone, Damon John. So talk about that for a second. What do you see is is some of the common sense that we were taught that is not in alignment with what real entrepreneurship is? Well, you, there's always exceptions to every rule, right? I mean, there's, there's proven examples of people using Instagram to be uber successful. Right. So it's not like it can't happen. It definitely can happen. Anything can happen. Um, but common sense tells you it's probably not going to be overnight. Right. Um, common sense tells you that, you know, I think relationships are the new economy. Yeah. There's too many people out there looking for the quick buck rather than to solve problems and become valuable to people. Um, there's people not realizing that if you're not yourself, it's not going to last anyway. Too many people faking. You know, yeah. they're, 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 they're presenting a front that's not real. Um, and, you know, someone says, well, they put a Lamborghini on their page or a Ferrari on their page and it's not theirs. They leased it. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but leasing a Ferrari still costs a shitload of money. Yeah. So yeah. leasing a Ferrari doesn't make you fake. It makes you smart, actually. You, you lease what goes down in value and you buy what goes up in value. And cars are not anything you should buy. But... You know, unless they're classic old cars yeah. that are appreciating. But my point is, putting a putting a Ferrari on social media doesn't make you fake. But what you believe, if you put out there some false, you know, right. front, whatever you're building is not going to last. You have to actually learn to be yourself and attract the people that really like you authentically for you. And you will attract the right people into your circle. And you will repel the people that shouldn't be there. And a lot of times we don't want some of those people to leave. Like, you know, we might like somebody or want somebody in there and we're like, wow, man, I, I better change or all these friends of mine are going to leave. Well, right. at the end of the day, if you're being your true authentic self and they leave, let them leave. Right. That, yeah. will, that will allow the right people to come into your life. And I'm telling you, next thing you know, you're going to you're going to be more successful because of your authenticity. 
Yeah, I love that. I love, and that's that's something that stood out to me about you. The first, like, I've been following you on social media for a while. The first time I actually heard you speak live was at Tennis Growth Con earlier this year. And I remember when you walked up on stage, you just did your thing. I thought to myself, one, this dude is cocky, but I know it came out of confidence. But the other thing was, you like, you walked up on stage, like, I don't care, I'm me. Like, you just did you. Which well, I, that, well, that's because you have to. Yeah. I've already learned. I've already fronted. You know, when I was six years old, I lied to all my neighborhood friends because we, we were in a neighborhood that was kind of considered an upper class neighborhood, but, okay. but our house was not upper class and neither was our family. We were blue collar. For some reason, we lived on a hill where a lot of other rich people lived, but we weren't rich and the house was small. And I think I was embarrassed. So I would lie to the neighborhood kids and tell them my dad owned Disneyland. Oh wow! I'd show Monopoly cards to 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 make them try and try to make them believe that we owned property everywhere. Wow! Um, but I'm gonna lie, go big. Yeah, obviously it backfired, and then I was kind of made fun of, and nobody mm. wanted to play, and like you know, it was just awkward, man. I yeah. literally ruined my reputation because I tried to be someone we weren't. I should have just embraced who I was, uh, remained who I was, and the right kids would have remained my friends and the wrong ones would have been off doing something else. But right. I, but I learned very quickly that, listen, man, if someone's not going to like you for you, they shouldn't be around you anyway. Yeah. Like if you don't like me on, believe me, a lot of people at 10 X didn't <laughs> like me. A lot of people did. You're not going to make everybody happy. Right. Period. End of conversation. Nobody makes everybody happy. There are people that were there that didn't like what Grant Cardone had to say. And it was sure. his event. I had people say, oh, Grant, I'm like, what are you doing at his event? And he knows this too. He taught me even more. You're never going to make everybody happy. So you might as well make yourself happy. Right. Yeah. And if you can love yourself, if you can be okay with yourself, who cares what everybody else thinks? If you can live like that, you're going to be way happier and a lot more successful. Yeah. And, that, and that's massive. Like I know a lot of entrepreneurs and I've struggled with this too, because when I, I started, came from nothing. And I actually started as a speaker, a motivational speaker for students. I had a background as a youth pastor, so I loved working with teens. And then I wanted to move into a new space to help students and teenagers in a different way, more of hands-on. But I didn't have a crazy story. Like, yeah, I dropped out of high school after a year. I got GED and grew up poor and broke. But I didn't feel like my story was all that crazy. Um, and I, went as a, I wasn't a celebrity, didn't have anything real, a background to bank off of. So that's why I obsessively studied branding and marketing, and that's what help me get noticed. But the struggle I had was feeling like an imposter. And I've heard this before called the imposter syndrome, where you've got to have a certain level of confidence, otherwise people will take you serious. So what what's something that for, for a lot of entrepreneurs, they're building a brand, they're trying to get out there to present themselves the right way. What's a way to kind of break that mindset of feeling like they're being fake, when they're not really being fake, they're just trying to position themselves in a way based on what they know they can do, but maybe they're not there yet. Right. Well, <clears throat> remember, some some people are doing that and, and they're being fake because they're not experts and right. they haven't even done it for themselves and they're claiming they can do it for you. Right. So be careful of those people because, you know, there's a whole fake it till you make it that works because, again, it's a fact. You can fake it till you make it. But at the end of the day, is it authentic to you? So right. in your case, you have studied it. You can help people. You're not faking it. Um, you're not claiming to be, you know, the best branding person on the planet. And even if you are, again, that's bravado. I do the same thing. Sure. But to build confidence, I believe, this is just my belief, 
to build confidence comes from within. Yeah. You see, I've pulled a lot of crap in my life mm. that was not cool, nothing to be proud of. But I also know that I can forgive that, right? Sure. And you can forgive what you've done, but most people don't. So they, they don't openly and consciously forgive themselves and subconsciously they think they're a piece of shit. Wow. They're not worth it. So when I try to come to you like, Hey, I'm something, my own subconscious mind makes me insecure. Like, yeah. dude, you know, you're nothing. You know, you don't keep diets when you say you're going to, you know, you've lied to people, you know, you've cheated on people, you know, you're a piece of scum, but consciously, I don't know that. Right. Subconsciously I do. So there's a wow. struggle between the two. So what I did along a, a while back was first I forgave myself. Okay. Because if everybody needs a second or deserves second chances, even third chances, even fifth chances, it doesn't matter, man, you're worth it. So you forgive yourself. And then from that day forward, man, be authentic, right. do what you say you're going to do, not for others, for you. See what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm very careful what I commit to, because if I say it and I don't do it, I chip away at my confidence. If you yeah. do that too much, pretty soon, you're depressed and you feel like a fraud and you feel like an imposter and everything you say is somehow diminished internally in your mind because right. you know you're full of shit. Wow. Like you're a liar. I know I'm not a liar. I know I'm not full of shit. I know if I'm, a, if I'm your friend, you're lucky. I'm not lucky per se. Yeah. You're lucky because I'm your friend. That's Why? Because really <laughs> I'm a good friend. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I actually care about people. I know that about myself and that's why I think I come across confident. But if you want to build up your confidence, start doing what you say you're going to do because confidence comes from within. It doesn't come from out here. So me driving up in a Ferrari, oh, I feel confident. That's not going to make me feel confident. Yeah. If I'm a, if I'm a liar, it's not even mine. I'm scamming you. Right. And not to mention three years down the road, that subconsciously is in my head. Mm. Now I'm even more insecure and I'm wondering why I can't win. Wow. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so. Wow. And we're not on the Dropping Bombs podcast, but Brad just dropped a huge bomb, and that went deep. Like, I didn't ex expect that deep of an answer, um, but that was, that was wow. Like, you got to forgive yourself, be authentic, and I think that for a lot of people, especially young entrepreneurs, like young as an entrepreneur or even just young in age, that'll go really deep. Yeah, like, let me give you another example. So, how many guys out there cheat on their girls? Yeah. What do you think? A majority or a minority? I think most would say will define cheating, but I would Screwing say Screwing around with other women. Yeah. I would say half at least, Dude, if not more. Don't be naive. Definitely more. Most guys will cheat on their spouse. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of women more than you think will too. Mm. We're not monogamous creatures. Cheating is prevalent. Yeah. They, you can hide it and lie, but look how many times people get caught, right. especially since the invent of social media. Right. Yeah. Point being is most people will cheat on their spouse. I will never cheat on my spouse because it deteriorates my being. Yeah. So if her and I were to separate, I wouldn't feel insecure like I'll never find someone else. Do you know why? Because I know I'm a rare creature. 
I am rare. Like women would love to have a guy that they can totally, totally trust. Right. So before, because again, I've, I've had my share of, you know, right. Cheating. So at the end of the day, people say people can't change. Yes, they can. You can, people can, and people do. People say, well, leopards can't change their spots. Spots are on their body, man. It's not their personality. Leopards can change their behavior. That's good. So at the end of the day, I'm not claiming I'm an angel, man. I've had to learn the hard way. But back in the day, man, when I broke up with a girl or a girl broke up with me, I literally felt insecure like I was never going to find another one. I would be almost borderline psycho about it. Wow. And it never made sense until I started to realize I was always thinking I'm never going to get better than her. When there's millions and millions of girls out there, why would I think I'll never get better than her? Because it wasn't her I was talking about. I was talking about, I don't deserve better than her. Wow. So therefore, I'm worried that I'm losing one. Well, if you can have the confidence that if you if you were to, for some unfortunate reason, break up with your significant other, and you truly believe that it's their loss, and you truly believe that, not just say it. Yeah. It makes it so much easier, and you and you come across so much com- more confident, which is ironic because you usually don't break up when you're like that. Yeah, you're not jealous, like you're not. It, it's just crazy, man. But internal confidence is really what you want to focus on, and how you do that is not outside of yourself. It's not what you look like, what you smell like, how much money do you have. That makes you more confident. Confidence comes from competence, and competence comes from experience. And I've had a lot of it, which is why I'm confident. But the real confidence that makes or breaks people is internal. And it's all you talking to you. I love that. And something that really stands out to me, like even talking to you now, and I grew up poor. I grew up on a tiny island, Guam, in the middle of the Pacific. My parents were never wealthy. They weren't entrepreneurs. My dad became an entrepreneur later in his life. But I was always, I always grew up with this perspective, whether it's just a, a poor man's mentality that people who are rich, they're stingy, they're, they, they shun people who are less than them. They look down on others, but the older I've gotten and the more I've done, excuse me, as an entrepreneur, the more I've learned that everyone I meet who is very successful doesn't have that mindset. They actually are looking for people to connect with and they're kind of everyone I've met yourself included are open armed to, I mean, you just, Hey, let's do an interview. And even out there, wait, what do you want to do the interview? How do you want to do it? Let's do it. And just there, there's an openness to with people who have built success because of what they've gone through. Yeah. Well, like, again, everybody is an individual, so I'm sure there are some prick, sure, rich people, but or stingy. But at the end of the day, I would agree with you. I mean, most of the people that I know that are affluent um, want to help, and I believe that's a lot of reasons why they are affluent. Right. Um, because they're willing to help and they're wanting to help. And the more you help others, the more you receive, which is crazy because it sounds cliche, yeah. but it's true. I mean, I used to chase success when it was all about me. I wanted to get rich and I wanted to have money and I wanted to have the Lambos and the Ferraris and the, and everything was about me. How much more could I make? How much more could I get? But I was running this uh, sales organization and I, I helped a guy in the back who, who was making about six bucks an hour. He had two or three kids couldn't really make ends meet, but he was a cool dude. So I taught him how to close deals, but he ended up being the GM of the company. Um, 
it made a lot of money after a while. But within three or four months of me training him and helping him, he started to make six, seven thousand a month. From six dollars an hour, that's a lot of money. Wow. Yeah. His relationship got better, his you know, attitude got better, his clothes got better, which made people treat him better. He eventually became, you know, very successful. It it really got me hooked with helping people. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I want to start helping people learn how to do stuff. Well, as soon as I started worrying about helping others, money started just pouring in. Yeah. Like success started chasing me. So I started, I stopped chasing success and started, oh, let me just help this guy. And boom, yeah. success started chasing me. And most people don't believe that. They're thinking, yeah, that's cliche. So a lot of, a lot of people do do that. Um, why? I don't know. I think it's just, you know, karma maybe yeah i don't know for from personal experience i've been an entrepreneur for six going on seven years now and in the hardest times like i've got a, i've got a wife and three kids so i know at times when i started chasing success or just trying to get the money um wasn't because of the lamp and all of that but it was being in a place of desperation where i've got to get the bills paid and i guess part of that is you know i'm trying to help my family but i got my focus away from helping people and making the impact that leads to the income. And you talk about relationship being the new economy. Um, when I talk to, to people on my team, I call it relationship equity. You know, it's the value, the difference between the value that I receive and the value that I give away. And the greater that gap, the more equity I have. So I'm, I'm building that real wealth in, in the relationship currency. And that kind of, that's kind of like what you're talking about. But in that season, because you went through a season where, with, even with Lightspeed, where you had to go back and get a job just to keep it going. Yeah, well, whatever it takes, right? Yeah. So someone's got to pay the bills. <laughs> what, what do you say to, to entrepreneurs who are in that space where they know they've got something great, they believe in the vision, they've got a team supporting them or family, but they're in that spot where the money's not coming in yet for whatever reason. And they're thinking about going and getting a job. And a lot of entrepreneurs would see that as a failure. Like I've, I've even had that thought, well, if I go back and get a job, I'll fail. Or Why is it a fail? It's only a fail if you quit. Yeah. Now, what about an entrepreneur who, they if they go back and get a job, it's not going to make enough money for them to put back in their business. I mean, what would you say? Well, maybe it's suspended for a moment. Yeah. Do whatever you got to do. Well, I mean, hey, you got to take a break. You got to take a break. Yeah. You've heard of the guy that chopped down tree contest. You know, one of them's over here taking breaks all the time. This one just keeps swinging away. You got to take all the breaks. Finally wins the contest. And the guy's like, I don't get it. You took all those breaks. The guy said, I wasn't taking a break. I was sharpening my axe. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go sharpen your axe financially. Doesn't mean you quit. Doesn't mean you failed. Well, I, I can't afford to do both. Well, then suspend one for a moment. Yeah. You got to feed your family, man. Yeah. You got to pay bills. I mean, I, I was behind on my car payment plenty of times. There's priorities, man. At some point in time, I had to stop and say, I got to go to work. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm not able to fund this myself with the actions that I'm taking. Right. Now, if you don't want a job and you want to learn how to not have to go work. Now that I've learned, I shouldn't have went and got a job. I should have just increased my activity. Sure. You know, I gave up on the possibility of doing it myself. So I, I knew I could go make money here. So I just took a detour. If I could do it all over, I would have just increased my activity and I wouldn't have the ability to say I went and got a job to fund the company. But okay. fortunately I made money to fund the company and keep it in business to yeah. where it was. But if I didn't, Ideas can suspend. Sure. Suspend and, and, and give up are different. But it's dangerous to suspend them because a lot of times you won't ever return. Mm. 
and then you failed. Yeah. So that's kind of the caveat is knowing and whether it's mentors or um, relationships, knowing how to get that wisdom to know the difference. Do I go get a job and suspend it or do I just have to push through and work harder? Yeah, well, like right now, if business was tough and I couldn't make payroll, you know, I would figure out what I needed to do to keep the company going, period. If that includes taking in money, if that includes working harder, working longer, if that includes, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, you make those decisions. Life is all about choices. And some people think that the choices are insignificant. Like, do I eat that donut or not? Do I work out today or not? But when you start making bad choices, it becomes a habit. Yeah. Now, pretty soon, those little choices determine the big choices. Right. And next thing you know, you can't win and you don't know why. And I would say, look at your choices. You can always tell somebody's ability to make good choices by the reflection of their life. Yeah. You know, if someone's successful, I guarantee you they're making good choices. Right. I didn't say ethical ones. Some, some people might get rich because they're selling drugs, but they made the choice to do so. Now, yeah. watch what happens if you're out there being a drug kingpin. Right. I guarantee it's only a matter of time. It comes back around. Before you're <laughs> screwed and then everybody's like, oh, damn, did you hear what happened to so-and-so? Yeah. They came and got the roles. They came and got the this. And now oh, he's sitting yeah. in prison and his life's ruined. That's because you were making bad choices. That was temporary gain. I'm talking about permanent, long-term, right. legacy you know, reputation, internal satisfaction, make good choices. Yeah. Everyone who's making good choices, you, you'll, you'll see those those in the reflection of yeah. the quality of their life. That's really encouraging too, because I've, I've had that dilemma. I mean, I've had the thought in the conversation with my wife, I could just go do something unethical. And I've, I was talking to someone yesterday and I told them I've left money on the table because it wasn't an ethical decision. Like my personal model in doing business is be ethical, but be ruthless. Yeah. And they're not they're not against each other yeah you can be ruthless and shrewd and business oriented and completely ethical right and it seems like it, it'll take more time too would you would you agree that it'll take more time if you're really being ethical because you're not taking the shortcuts and well, it no, may take you a no, longer time no because i believe that um it's an illusion like mm -hmm. you think it takes more time because it's harder to get there it takes longer to get there doing it the right way yeah but if you went the wrong way and you got here quicker, but you lost it all here, what took longer? You, you yeah, haven't true. even done it over here. Yeah. So I think I think doing it the right way and the ethical way is the quickest way to do it. Yeah. Because you're building a permanent. And it's long-term yeah. and sustainable. Uh, anything else is going to crash. Yeah. My uncle told me once when I was like 19, he, he, was, he was talking about relationships, but I think it relates to business. He said, if it's quick and easy, it's probably greasy. And I, I that stuck with me. Like, do it the right way first time. You only have to do it one time. Yeah. I love that. Well, I, I got some good advice as a kid, but, you know, I won't mention <laughs> it here. It's, it, was, it was pretty funny. But keep going. So now I'm intrigued. Well, I mean, I mean, ones that I can mention here is like my dad used to say, look, if you miss the 18, the 815 bus, don't worry. The 813, 830's coming around the corner. Yeah. Which means don't worry about it if a girl breaks up or you, or you break up with a girl. <laughs> this is when I was young. Yeah. You know, um, but I like that one. If it's quick and easy, it's probably greasy. It's probably greasy. So I got one one last uh, topic. So you you go hard on social media. Like Do I? You're in terms of your content, just keeps getting better and better. Like oh. I've been watching it, I feel like it gets better and better. Good, like that. Like Thank visually, you. like the 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 quality of it. Um, how do you feel? What's the relationship between like personal brand and a, a 
company brand. Because I feel like a lot of people hide behind their company brand and they don't prioritize building a personal brand and the benefits that has. So how do you approach that? Well, I approach it where I think the personal brand drives the company brand. Nobody follows companies much. Yeah. Like I don't follow Apple on Instagram. Right. Do you? No. Biggest company no. there is. Yeah. Why wouldn't you follow Apple? Right. But if Steve Jobs were alive, I'd be following him. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't follow Virgin. I'd follow Richard Branson. Yeah. I don't follow Tesla. I follow Elon Musk. Right. So I believe that you build your personal brand for the specific reason to drive your companies. Right. So if anytime you watch or hear from me, a lot of times it has nothing to do with light speed, mm -hmm. but because of me and hearing about me and resonating with me and my beliefs and my views, you're much more likely to be interested in light speed yeah. or refer light speed. So at the end of the day, I think building a personal brand is important and it's you. It's not your, it's not your company. It's you. And then the company brand, you built it up as well. But I just don't think it's as important to build a company brand from social media because people aren't going to follow it. That's where you advertise your your, your company. Right. You know, you're you're paying for advertisement and campaigns um, for your company to sell product and right. be exposed. But your personal brand, that's you. Yeah, and that's the relationship you can't really build a relationship with Apple. But you can kind of build a virtual, or at least. Consumers can feel like they have a relationship with a Steve Jobs or... Or they can uh, resonate with you. Yeah. Like, you know, if I if I watched your stories and you're out there feeding the homeless and you're out there doing good things, I'm like, man, I like this guy. What yeah. does he do? Oh, he's the CEO of such and such. What is such and such? Right. You're automatically going to get that brand equity transferred to your company. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, definitely true. Like, I've watched your stories. And one of the things I love about you and uh, guys like you, guys like Grant, as a, as a father and a husband... I see you guys and your the relationship you have with your family and that you put it out there and it's important to you. So that's one of the reasons why I follow you. And then that led me to see what Lightspeed does and it's awesome. See, one of these days you'll be a Lightspeed customer. Are you already? I will. I will be. Yeah, I know you will. The question is, is are you? Are you not, not yet. yet? Not yet. You will be. Not yet. I think everybody will be eventually. You'll yeah. either be in a system that we have. You, you, you know, any, do you have any passwords to a Lightspeed system? No, not right now, no. Nobody's. No. So what are you learning? What are you training on? There you go. Are you not training? <laughs> I'm training, but I need to be training more and better. Well, and we have all the top people, so you must not be training on anything important. No, just <laughs> So you got to know your stuff and put it out there. Be confident. So, Brad, last question. What's next? Man, I got to get this company to a billion dollars in revenue because it's a personal goal of mine and I think I owe it to the world and I owe it to myself. Um, again, our mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it. If I asked you to answer this question literally, if our mission is to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it, who has knowledge, literally? Everyone. And if that's the case, who needs knowledge? Everyone. So everyone needs light speed. And that's my obligation. So what's next? I need I need to get everyone yeah. the knowledge they need from the people that have it. So I need everyone on Lightspeed. And that's a long time coming and a big sure. job. So there's nothing next, man. There's nothing next. I, I want to reach our vision. And our vision, or my vision at Lightspeed, is to live in a world where success is normal.
Like if you had a buddy say, hey, I'm going to start a business, do you believe automatically, oh, man, that's huge, you're going to win? Most people don't. Yeah. Most people think, yeah, good luck, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we're getting married. Yeah, well, that ain't going to work out well. True. You know that 62% of marriages end in divorce. The other percent end in death. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's, yeah. So when people get married, like nobody's thinking positive. They're thinking, yeah, I wonder how that's going to last. We live in a world where average is okay and average yeah. is expected. And even more so, less than average. People expect you to lose. Go look at the stats. Businesses that open have a small chance of freaking winning and wow. succeeding. Why? Why is that the case? Because people don't have the right knowledge. They don't have the right mentoring. They don't have the right leadership, the right cultures. How do you get the right culture? You learn, man. You learn how to create a culture. You learn how to create a cult-like following. That's what a culture is. Why does Grant Cardone succeed? He is good at creating cult-like followings. Yeah. He's good at getting attention. He knows how to market. Anything he doesn't know, he goes and learns. Right. He's got the resources and the revenues and the, the network to it tracked all that knowledge well that's why he's winning right. so if i want the whole world to be successful if i want the one percent to actually be the poor as opposed to the rich like i want the 99 percent to be the rich yeah we've got to get the knowledge from the people who have it to the people who need it i've got the technology to allow me to go worldwide in any language fully interactively it's a learning technology so so it's my duty and obligation to freaking continue that so that's what's next awesome love it and that right there that's domination not competition go big success is responsibility make it happen don't compete dominate brad appreciate you being on the show thanks for having me in your studio my pleasure Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of the Brand Nomination Show, and I sincerely hope you got a ton of value. I hope you got real knowledge, actionable strategies, and tactics that you can now go and implement to dominate in your life, your brand, and your business. Don't forget to subscribe also so that you don't miss future episodes of the show because we bring on the best, the top entrepreneurs, experts, and influencers of different skill sets across different industries to help you take your life, brand, and business to the next level. And finally, give us some feedback. Let us know the value that you received, what you thought about the show so we can continue to make it better. Just drop a written review. And if you got enough value, go ahead and drop a five-star rating. And if this is your first time listening, then I want to welcome you to the Dominator Nation. We'll catch you on the next episode.